Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Three members of the Los Angeles City Council are facing a barrage of calls to resign after an audio recording of them making racist comments was made public. With more, here's my California Report co-host, Saul Gonzalez. Saul? That's right, Madi. We're talking about council members Gil Cedillo, Kevin DeLeon, and Nuri Martinez, who was council president. She stepped down from that leadership role yesterday. The recording, published by the LA Times on Sunday, is from a meeting the three had a year ago with a county labor leader about a city redistricting dispute. So getting back to Marquis, I told Danny, if you want to cut But the exchange soon became laced with racist comments and banter. The person who spoke the most was Martinez. In a mixture of Spanish and English, she criticized a white colleague on the city council for bringing his adopted black son to ride on a float during an MLK Day parade. He brings the little black one, Martinez says in Spanish. He brings him, right? Martinez then goes on to say in Spanish that the child looks like, quote, a little monkey. Martinez then seems to mock Oaxacan Mexicans and says L.A. County's D.A., George Gascon, is, quote, with the blacks. None of the others in the meeting pushed back against Martinez's comments. The leaked audio has both infuriated and saddened black political and civil rights leaders in L.A., like longtime activist Naji Ali. I caught up with him at a meeting of black religious leaders in South L.A., where they called for those elected officials in the recording to resign. How are you just feeling personally? I'm hurt. It's very painful for me. The elected officials that were in the room, all of them are friends of mine. I've worked with them over the years. So I felt a personal betrayal, but especially by uh, Council President Nuri Martinez. And it just shows she's not fit to serve in public office. While Martinez did step down as president of the city council, she has made no mention of resigning from it, where she represents part of the San Fernando Valley. Meanwhile, U.S. Senator Alex Padilla and L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, as well as Karen Bass and Rick Caruso, who are running to be L.A.'s next mayor, are asking all of the elected officials who were in the meeting to resign. Looking ahead, some Angelinos, like Manuel Pastor, director of USC's Equity Research Institute, are worried about the long-term consequences consequences of the scandal on Black-Latino relations in Los Angeles. He spoke to our partner station, KCRW in Santa Monica. There is a sense on a lot of part of a lot of Black folks in L.A. of a loss of space in terms of gentrification and displacement in communities in South L.A., a loss of political power and political voice, and sometimes a suspicion, in this particular case rightfully confirmed, that Latinos might be saying different things in closed rooms than they are out in public about what it means to build solidarity between communities. Activist Naji Ali acknowledges work must be done to rebuild trust. Damage was done to race relations, but I'm confident that at some point we'll do what we always do as Angelinos, we'll rise to the challenge 
and make this right for everyone. And later today, L.A. City Council will meet for the first time since the racist audio comments were released. Although the topic isn't on the official agenda, it's expected that the controversy will certainly come up. Madi? So this all started in a meeting about redistricting. Does this mean that the new maps are compromised? Well, that remains to be seen. Much of the conversation in that leaked meeting was about frustrations the three council members felt about losing assets and clout under the new maps. Now, some civil rights advocates aren't so sure the maps are fair. Here's Lori Candinas, the president of National Action Network Los Angeles. Well, I think that we need to relook at the maps that Nuri uh, had some say over. Uh, We can't depend on those maps at this point. After hearing the conversation, the blatant talk about suppressing the black vote. It was very clear in the conversation that they wanted to limit our vote in order to keep their people in. So I'm calling that they investigate those maps. We need to take a look at them um, and see exactly what damage has been done. I'm sure we'll be hearing and learning more about this in the coming days. All right. Thanks, Saul. Thank you. And the fallout from this growing controversy continues. Last night, Ron Herrera, head of the L.A. County Federation of Labor, offered his resignation, which was accepted by the Federation's executive board. That's according to the Los Angeles Times. Herrera was the fourth voice heard on the leaked audio. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Local governments should consider wildfire risk when evaluating proposals for new housing. That's the message from California Attorney General Rob Bonta, whose department issued guidance for cities and counties yesterday. For example, Bonta says new housing should be located near evacuation routes where firefighters can respond quickly. He adds water supply is crucial. Local governments should analyze the adequacy of water supplies and infrastructure to fight fires. Local governments should consider requiring on-site water supply or storage to augment ordinary supplies that may be lost during a wildfire. Bonta says working with developers to mitigate fire risks at the beginning of a housing plan can avoid expensive litigation and save lives. The ultimate goal, he says, is to save lives. Nearly 150 people have died in wildfires in the state since 2010. (music) 
And that's the California Report for Tuesday, October 11th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.